and sit down. It's Saturday night in Fremont. It's time for the CSC Seattle After Party! Our guests this evening are the comedy duo Karski, Jennifer Cargill and Aaron Plischke, along with, we've got Chris Allen joining us on the panel, and Yolanda Suarez. My co-host tonight is David Bogan. All right. I am Daryl. David, take it away. Yes. Welcome one and all to the CSZ After Party Podcast where we party and we talk to fun and interesting people, and that's that's what we got lined up tonight. Uh, but uh, but like Daryl just said, uh, yeah, we got we got Jen and Aaron from Karski, everyone. Yeah, Karski. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So uh, and uh, yeah, we were just talking. I haven't seen you guys in like three years. It's been a while. It's been at least three years. Yeah. Yeah. And you look better than I do now. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, shucks. If you could see at home, I'm blushing. Um, it's we'll, really. We'll, we'll make the podcast more red. Oh, okay. Um, we nice. could do that. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's a filter. It's. It's science, people. It's science, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys got your own improv troupe called Karski. Uh, let me see. Uh, before we before we get into our game show part of the podcast, let's talk about uh, your show. Uh, how can people find out more about what you guys do and where you're going to be? If you have any performances coming up, what's going on? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I know. You going to look to me because I'm his wife. Right. I know what's going on in the calendar, and and, and or do I get to answer you? No. Uh, Yes. So, truly married. Yes, truly married. Yes, yeah. we've been doing improv together for 18 years. And wow. We've been performing uh, improv for 18 years. <laughs> uh, our very first comedy sports show together was together. So, in yeah. Austin, 1997. In Austin, yeah, and, that's right. Um, our next show is going to be, I think, at the Odd Duck in December. The Odd and Duck. you can always find us on Facebook, Karski, C-A-R-S-K-E. It's, it's the Eclectic Theater now. I hate to correct you, but well, it's the Eclectic Theater. First time theater. I've been corrected in our entire marriage. And then I've been, and then I've been <laughs> correct. And then I've been correct. <laughs> so, he's going to pay for that tomorrow. <laughs> so, we're looking for Karski at the Eclectic Theater, which... Formerly was the Odd Duck. Yes, formerly wow. the Odd Duck, and you can find all our shows and us on uh, at Karski C A R S K E E on uh, Facebook. Yep, folks, spell it how it sounds. Spell it how it sounds. Ski ball and a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's the best way to play ski ball. <laughs> hey, we also got uh, Chris Allen here. Give it up for Chris Allen, everyone. Yeah, hey. Chris Allen. Uh, he joins us here at Comedy Sports and also plays for Jet City as well. Yeah, you You're like improv, sneaking too. sneaking onto the I podcast mm-hmm. yeah. early. And, yeah, that's right. you got your own podcast. Why don't you uh, share that with us? I do. Yeah, it's called The Seattle Files with Chris Allen. Uh, it's uh, I'll be actually talking about that on the December 5th episode of this podcast. It's I'll be true. back. But it's, uh, every, uh, there's new episodes every Tuesday. Every week I get together with a different local comedian, and I teach them a story about local history. Um, and so uh, uh, I'm a, a local historian. I spent a lot of time studying local history, and so I teach that to local comedians, and it's really fun. Uh, uh, you can find more at theseattlefiles.com or facebook.com backslash theseattlefiles. See, I just moved here, so I should be on your show, so I can learn and be entertained all at the same time. Yeah, that would that would be great. Yay. Let's, let's do that. Chris can make my brain grow. Uh, <laughs> your brain, if we're lucky. <laughs> all right. 
Finally, uh, finally, we have a fellow comedy sports professional player here. She's she performs here almost every weekend. Give it up for Yolanda Suarez, everyone! Yeah, thank yes. you, thank you. <laughs> thanks for. Can you hear me? Oh, I can I hear you. You oh. can hear me. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on the show. I'm a fan of you, you guys. I think you guys are great. Um, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything special coming up you want to mention? Um, unfortunately, I don't have anything special coming up yet. Um, I do have my own improv group called Rock Bottom. Rock and Bottom. And we have submitted ourselves for um, Improv Month at The Pocket and uh, also for SFIT um, at Jet City. So I, right now we're just waiting to hear all those things. So we're just gearing up for that and... You know, going to get fat over the holidays. Looking forward to that, too. Ooh, outstanding. Yes. yes. Eat mass amounts of food over the holidays. All right. So who wants to play the match game? Anyone? Yeah. yeah. Good, because if you didn't, this would be really awkward and uncomfortable right now because it's kind of a part of the show. Um, so um, so let's see. Uh, the match game, what's going to happen here is uh, we have our, our two uh, competitors here. We have, our, not competitors, but our contestants. Uh, we have Elliot and Danielle. Let's give them a round of applause, everyone. They are going to be uh, they are going to be trying to make some matches here with us. What's going to happen is I'm going to read uh, a number of phrases, and uh, each phrase is going to have a blank in them. And uh, what our contestants are going to do is they're going to write what word they think would best fit into that blank. He's like literally licking his marker right now. <laughs> I am ready. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a dry eraser marker, so that'll come right off your tongue. Um, and uh, what uh, what our panel is going to do is they're also going to write down what they think uh, should fit into that blank. Uh, for every match that either one of you get, you're going to get one point. And at the end of the match game, obviously, whoever has the most points is going to win some awesome prizes that I don't know what they are, but I'm sure we'll find out at some point, right, Daryl? Uh, yes, I will do my best to keep track of the score yep. between Elliot and Danielle. Perfect. Because I got a really horrible attention span. Yeah, that's okay. Good. <laughs> so let's get started, everyone. Get your markers at the ready and your dry erase boards ready. We're going to go into our, our first round. And, uh, ooh, it's very topical. Here we go. Topical. Yeah, it's a funny, like a topical cream, really. <laughs> Damn. Wow. She's like funnier than all of us. Wow. You should get up here. I'll you want to places with you. I'll switch places with you. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Our first round and our first uh, our first uh, line here. Here we go. Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. Next week it's coming up. Americans are looking forward to shoving blank into their mouths. Again. Thanksgiving is next week. Oh, yeah, you guys got some ready already. Yeah. Thanksgiving is next week, and Americans are looking forward to shoving blank in their mouths. All right. You know Good. what I'd like you to shove onto the Internet? Ooh, what? A rating for the CSCCL After Party Podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Subscribe and rate us. Shove that rating right up there. <laughs> Thank you. Please. We love it when you shove ratings at us. It's It, it gives us joy and, and makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. So like Daryl said, please, yeah, give us a five-star rating. Okay. So uh looks like everyone's got their answers written down. So uh, let's go to uh, Elliot first. Elliot, what what did you end up with? Uh, again, the, fra- uh, the, the phrase was, Thanksgiving is next week. Americans are looking forward to shove- shove- <laughs> shoving a blank 
into their mouths. What do you got? Uh, turkey. Turkey. All right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Turkey. All right. And Danielle, uh, what did what did you write there? I too said turkey. Turkey. Whoa. Okay. This means, this means we need to go to whoever wrote it first gets to use turkey. Oh. We'll oh. Elliot wrote it first. All right. All right. So we'll have to have a little more time. Okay. For Danielle to write in something else. You got to write something else now. Mouth. We'll give you. We'll give you ten seconds. You know, yeah. if you're not going to shove that rating on iTunes, <laughs> you could also shove that rating on Stitcher Radio, another place that you could find us. Perhaps you've got an Android device instead of an iPhone. <laughs> yes, shove ratings into the interwebs. I got. I, you know, I got. I got to plead ignorance. I never knew you could shove ratings i had this yeah trying to do these random ads and just throw them in on the cup i'm working with whatever i got i I don't plan uh shove rings (laughs) i just thought it's the way these young kids talk or something like is this some sort of like reference like jk lol (laughs) i don't know any of those like acronyms either or whatever all right let's move on um danielle uh, uh what was the new word you wrote I thought it was appropriate to shove stuffing in your stuffing. mouth. Stuffing. Okay, stuffing. Very good. Yeah, okay. you're not stuffing stuffing in your mouth. You're shoving stuffing. Yeah. I like that. And stuff us a rating. Okay. Stuff us a- <laughs> <laughs> See, I learned from Daryl. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, we're going go to uh, go to you first. Let's see. What, what did you come up with there? Well, there's lots of things I love to shove in my mouth during Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but the obvious one is... Turkey. Oh, turkey. All right. Turkey that's a, that's a point Elliot. to Elliot there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jen, what, what do you got there? Well, there's only so much protein that you can digest and put in your mouth. <laughs> and so I wanted to go a little bit more broad and say just food, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just food, damn it. Yep. Yep. That yep. makes sense. All right. Uh, let's see, Chris. Uh, can you tell us what you wrote down also in the form of innuendo? Oh, uh, to, uh, people shove their muffled actual opinions around their family. That's what I'll be doing this Thanksgiving. Is that from personal experience? Oh, yes. Yeah, Grandma, I still go to church. <laughs> and finally, uh, Yolanda, what, what did you write? Well, I love meat, so I was just thinking it'd be really good to just t- shove some turkey breast oh, in my mouth. Uh, I think, I think that, everyone else would really like to shove that in their mouth. <laughs> you know, when you can shove a breast in your mouth, it's a great thing. So I'm gonna get that That's what I was thinking. Elliot. I agree. I call that a Saturday. <laughs> you and I, I need to why. hang out more often. <laughs> I know. That's a good Is idea. That okay, All right. Is that okay? It's been three so, years. Let's hang out with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, uh, let's see, that's two points two for points Elliot, right? So and, we, and Danielle, yeah, still got the goose egg. All right. So, uh, Danielle. Write faster and ring that bell so we know you win. Yeah, yeah. Where is that bell? Oh, wait, let there. me get the bell. Yeah, let's get the bell. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a bell. You can ring that bell us a rating. I don't know. It's not good. It's, uh, <laughs> and ring us a rating. Ring okay. Rating. We're going to go on to uh, round two. Round two. Round two. All right. So here we go. Our next phrase is, the cold weather is making people change their habits. Seattle drivers have been seen blanking their cars downtown. <laughs> Again. Wow. 
Elliot was right there. Again, the cold weather is making people change their habits. Seattle drivers have been seen blanking their cars downtown. What are they blanking? Well, you know, if it's not your car, it could be this podcast. And what you could do is follow this podcast on Twitter. (laughs) Our Twitter handle is at CSZSEA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at CSDSEA Podcast. You are. While you're at it, like it's on Facebook. <laughs> you're really great at those segues there, Daryl. That's smooth like concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, I retract my statement. <laughs> okay, so again, the question was the cold weather is making people change their habits. Seattle drivers have been seen blanking their cars downtown. So, uh, so let's see, uh, Elliot. You uh you you got in first, so what uh what did you write there? Driving. 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 They, they only do it down. they only do it in the winter here <laughs> in Seattle. Otherwise what they just I mean, I'm new to Seattle. What, you just push them around in the summer or something like that? No, they, they leave them at home and ride their bikes during ah, the summer. Oh, the whole bike riding thing. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see, Danielle, what, what, did, what did you come up with there? I don't think this is much of a change either, but I said honking. Honking. Honking oh. their cars downtown. Yes. Yeah. I know. Is there a lot of road rage here in Seattle? Oh, Does that happen? Sure. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've been around for a while and, 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 uh, and it's, boy, it's oh le- boy, it's tough to get around here. Yeah, it's less polite than Canadian road rage, but <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to end your life and get shot, just, uh, flip someone the bird and it'll probably happen. Wow. Or just drive on my husband anywhere. Yes. <laughs> and I think the Canadians call it rude rage. Rude rage. Rude rage. Rude rage. <laughs> You can tell we're close to Canada. Um, Not emotionally. Not emotionally, no. All right, so uh, let's see. uh, Jen, we're going to go to you first this round. So uh, let's see, Jen, what what did you come up with there? Well, when I think of things that are cold, I think of snuggling up with my husband if there's not two dogs in between the two of us. And so, therefore, we would be hugging. (laughs) Hugging her cars downtown. This isn't Portland. This what are you is, talking about? This is Seattle, friend. This is Seattle. You are new here. You get used to it. If you don't hug your car tonight, you're going to find out what happens tomorrow. Okay. It may not start in the morning. Oh, my goodness or gracious. Or some love. <laughs> All right. Hugging. Well, that's clearly not a match, but let's see, uh, let's see what Chris has got. Chris, what did you come oh, up uh, with? Leaving. Just leaving. Abandoning. Just leaving. Yeah. Leaving the cars downtown. Pretty sure every car on Mercer has just been left. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I live, kind of. Uh, at least it isn't Renton. It's like an REM song. Everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to we're gonna gonna go to Yolanda. Yolanda, what what did you come up with there? Well, I was thinking about how. Um, Seattle's culture is a little passive aggressive, so I said that they're cursing their cars. Cursing. They're, not cur- they're not cursing at anybody. Wow. They're cursing at their cars. Because then you get that rude, that rude rage going on. Yeah. yeah so we don't want to have that happen. Is All it, right. Is it more of like a witch's curse sort of thing than actual <laughs> curse words? It's like. Oh. No, it's the things I can't say since this is PG thirteen. <laughs> Well, okay. We'll, we'll we'll leave that to everyone's imagination at home. Um, and now, finally, uh, Aaron, what what did you get there? Well, considered along the same lines, uh, my first answer was not very safe for this podcast. Um, and 45 degrees here is very cold to a Seattleite. Yeah. So I thought, wow, they need to stay warm, and they would be cuddling with their car. <laughs> 
cuddling to stay warm. Cuddling. Their car is cuddling and hugging. Sure, why not? You can yeah. tell you two are married. Yeah, yeah. very similar way of thinking. Yeah. We don't we, do that in bed, but we want to. Yeah, we have do- <laughs> we have dogs with us, so we either cuddle or hug them. Yeah, so. Wow, we're going to be exploring more of that later in the podcast. We'll be chatting about that. So um, let's see. No matches there, so let's uh, go ahead and wipe our boards clean. We're going to move on to All right, yeah. round three. Right now, Elliot is still in the lead. Two to zero. Two to zero right now. Hopefully this doesn't affect your relationship. Okay. <laughs> All right, match game. Question number three. Number the three. last part of the normal round. That's right. Then we're going to move on to our lightning round. We'll explain that in a moment. Uh, but here we go. There are certain things Jen and Aaron don't want to say in front of Daryl. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, like I said, I'm reading these for the first time. There are certain things Jen and Aaron don't want to say in front of Daryl. So, they only agreed to do the podcast if Daryl would wear blank. Once again, Elliot rings in. Have you ever wanted to see what I'm wearing during the podcast? I know I do. You, well, that's why you're hosting tonight. It's part of the agreement. Well, then perhaps you should follow us on Tumblr or Instagram because there are pictures there and sometimes there are pictures of me. Or you could just show up and be here live at the after party. Be one of the contestants or just be in the audience. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're here what uh, twice a month, right? Is it twice, twice a, a month? Right twice now, twice a month. Yep. Until yep. I until I get my uh, get way too aggressive with how many guests I think I can get each month. <laughs> like but yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get like twenty people up here at one yep. time. Well, not if you're being aggressive too. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna find out what uh, what we got here. So uh, let's see. Again, the question was: There are certain things Jen and Aaron don't want to say in front of Daryl, so they only agreed to do the bo- the podcast if Daryl would wear blank. So what do you think, uh, there, Elliot? A dress. A dress. A dress. That's you can tell by the fact that I'm wearing a dress right now that that must be correct. <laughs> and you look very lovely. Thank yeah. you. Wow, Thank and it's you. cold out, and you're wearing something like that. That's you know, you got. Hey, you know, if you're gonna wear it, <laughs> it's all about commitment. Yeah, all right. All right. So a dress, and then uh, Danielle, what what did you write there? I went a little more weather appropriate. I yeah. said a snuggie. A snuggie. I've never worn a snuggie before. Does anyone? I, I, I will be wearing that when I get home. <laughs> a backwards robe. A ba- yeah, it's basically what it is. Basically, S- some genius goes, "Hey, why don't we just put this on backwards and rename it?" Yep. And now they're making millions, and uh, and uh, millions and twelve-year-old Malaysian boys have a job. Um, so <laughs> too real, Dave. Too real. Dave. <laughs> too wow, real. You love so. it. <laughs> I do. You can tell. You can tell by my laughing at my own stuff. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's start at the end and find out. <laughs> let's go to Chris first. Chris, what what, what did you come up with? Uh, he had to wear clothes. <laughs> wow. One and of just... the things that they did not want to say to me is, "Why aren't you wearing any clothes, Daryl?" <laughs> <laughs> right. This is true. All right. Well, he's got he does have clothes on, but uh, that's not a match. We'll go to Yolanda. What what did you come up with there? I think this is just my dream. A tutu. A tutu. I I find it really nice that Yolanda has a dream about me and a tutu. <laughs> and it involves tool. 
<laughs> it involves Tool. The band? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, does Tutu count as a dress or no? Hmm, I'm gonna leave that up to you, Dave. You're 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 the main host. Give it, you know. Do you want to call it? Do you want to give it to? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm okay, say, yeah. I'm gonna say oh. no. Ballet dancer would call it a dress. Thanks for it's taking the pressure off of me. Yeah. Plus, we want Danielle to rally here. It's a dress you can <laughs> fish with. <laughs> Very short dress. <laughs> well, now let's see what you wrote, Aaron. What did uh, what did you happen to come up with? Well, it's a little known fact that uh, Daryl used to have a career or uh, a dabbling in the wrestling profession. So oh. I put a unitard. <laughs> I put a unitard. A unitard. That's yes. why I wore such a revealing dress. <laughs> Unitard underneath. You, sure. you, you want to make sure to see the unitard right. when you take your dress off. Yeah, exactly, in which I will do for you anytime. <laughs> well, that's not a match there because I'm going to go ahead and say that it is not a dress. Um, <laughs> and finally, let's see, uh, Jen, what, what did you come up with there? Well, since I'm the only one in this relationship that corresponded with Daryl to coordinate this podcast, <laughs> the answer is headphones. Headphones. Which headphones. he has on right now. And no, Daryl, I hope you can't hear this. I, I have no I idea what you're saying. I have no idea what Darryl. you're saying right now. Could you wait? Talk to me later. I don't know. Thank you. Well, Daryl's easily offended. <laughs> All right. I'm a little boy and I can't, you just can't say things in front of me. Little boy with no. a unitard and a dress. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, well, no matches there, but now we're moving on to the lightning round. And the lightning round. Oh, lightning round. Like a lightning sound effect. It's actually weird because our lightning round has this sexy music. (laughs) Maybe it has something to do with how quick I am in bed. I don't know. But what it is is anything can happen during the lightning round. (laughs) There is one one word and one blank. You fill in the blank. But because it's a lightning round, we get a lot more matches between the contestants. Yep. Make sure you ring the bell so we know who's in first. Yep. Okay. So like you said, it's going to be one word, one blank, and whoever writes uh, their answer first, make sure you ring that bell. All right. So far, so far it's been all Elliot. <laughs> okay. So uh, get ready. Our first uh, lightning round question is car blank. Car blank. Yep. Elliot's in. If you want to cuddle with your car, if you want to <laughs> hug your car, you might want to be listening to the CSC Seattle After Party podcast in your car. That'll make you love it even more. <laughs> That's right. Nice, soothing after party podcast on the way to work. Always enjoyable. All right. So let's uh, let's go to Elliot first. Uh, Elliot, car blank. What'd you come up with? Car wash. Car wash. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyone ever see that? movie i did oh my god that movie is awesome if you haven't seen car wash check it out it's like so 70s it's so 70s and awesome and that uh, song the song to start it up yeah that car wash just oh my god it, it, it kills yes. look it up kids look it up um danielle what did you come up with there i said car shop car shop car shop all right so we got car wash and car shop we'll go to yolanda first let's see yolanda what did you write there i'm an npr listener so i put car talk car talk <laughs> oh that's a good one little too car soon. Too, soon. too soon really <laughs> too soon hey you know. 
exactly soon enough. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Aaron. What did you What did you come up with there? Um, I wrote it in the smallest lettering possible and the most horrible handwriting, so nobody could see it but me. But I did write stereo. That's stereo. Car, ah, car stereo. Car stereo. Ah, that's stereo. That's interesting. Yeah, that's not stereo. Okay. <laughs> it looks like stereo. It does look like stereo. <laughs> so, or or stereo. Yeah, you need to work on writing your O's. I know, Jen, I... you got to handle that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Jen, what, uh, what, what did you come up with? Let's see if we got a well, match. Well, clearly my husband and I are in a duo called Car Ski, uh, so that's the answer. Uh, I, don't, I don't always think too deeply when I'm coming up with the lightning round. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, my husband doesn't either, Daryl, so that's fine. Yeah. Cl- clearly she's the one that knows how to promote your your your, your show a lot. Just write her coattails. Just write her coattails. All right, and now finally, Chris, what'd you get? Stereo. Stereo. Ah, oh, two car stereo. So, unfortunately, no match there. But hey, we still have four, so you still still chance to rally back, Danielle. And Elliot's Don't you only fret. ahead by two points, only? and uh, Danielle could get four matches in any one of these. Yeah, here we go. Let's see, you hit that bell too, and you know, <laughs> Elliot's pretty much just like. He's like got a stamp for the word, and then he hits the bell or something. When um, his hand flies, I just move out of the way. <laughs> mm, there's a lot of jokes in there that I'm not going to even PG-13. PG-13. Not in front of Daryl. If you don't say it in front of me, I might hear it through the <laughs> All right, moving on to our second, uh, second of five. In our lightning round, here it is. Blank monkey. Blank monkey. Elliot's in. Blank monkey. You know, Elliot's been first every time, but we still like Danielle here on the CSC. Yeah. We do. And if you're wondering how awesome is Danielle, you'll want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Tumblr, because we'll probably have a picture of Danielle. (laughs) So check that stuff out. Who knows? She may be clicking off the camera. I don't know at this point. See how mad she is. She's like hiding her face right now. All right. Well, let's see what we got here. So, again, uh, the the phrase was blank monkey. Blank monkey. So, Elliot, let's go to you. What did did you get there? Spider. Spider monkey. Oh. Spider monkey. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. And, Danielle, what uh, what did you come up with? I went with the howler monkey. Howler monkey. Howler oh. monkey. All right. Oh. Well, these these two could be tough matches. We'll see what we got here. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to Aaron first. Uh, Aaron, what, what do you got? Again, because this is a PG-13 show, I went with my second answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it in big letters, even though it's still ineligible. And I, too, went with spider oh. monkey. Ineligible we or have unintelligible? Unintelligible and, 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 and you're not able to read it. I guess, I, if it's, I guess if it's ineligible... Elliot doesn't get the point. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. Ineligible. I apologize. Oh, I'll take it, Elliot. Don't all right. Me. All right. We'll make I it eligible. Eligible? <laughs> it's one you of those can't words. read it. That's what I meant. <laughs> we definitely can't understand a thing you're saying. <laughs> it's so hard to read, I can't even explain it. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on to Jen. Let's see, Jen. What did, what did you yes. come up with there? Well, for I was obviously inspired by my husband because he's named a part of his body this, and that is Hairy Monkey. Hairy <laughs> Monkey. I will not tell you what part of the body that is. Is it the armpit? Okay. Is it, is it his back? <laughs> That's I what I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that. Let's just not do that in front of Daryl. <laughs> Please don't. He's young and impressionable. <laughs> 
All right, uh, Chris, what do, what do you got, buddy? Funky. Funky monkey. Funky monkey. As a synonym, I also would have accepted brass. <laughs> brass monkey. brass monkey that is fun- that funky yeah. monkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That chunky monkey. Wherever we <laughs> go, we take a monkey. Mon- yeah. That's, yep. yeah. Yeah. I, I was basically theme. expecting any of those lines from that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, Yolanda. And finally, let's see if we got a match. Well, I thought of the two most important men in my life. Ben and Jerry and a chunky chunky monkey, monkey. chunky monkey. Oh, that's not a match. I was thinking grease monkey. That was what I had oh. in my head. Hey, oh. grease monkey. Yeah, yeah. I was also thinking funky monkey myself. You were thinking funky monkey. We have a psychic point. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. So right now the score still stands at three to zero in Elliot's favor. Uh, that's going to bring us now to our third lightning round question. Lightning round. We got three left here. Uh, so here we go. Get your pens ready. Our third one is cold blank. Cold blank. You know who will oh. never leave you out in the cold? Comedy Sports Seattle. You can find out and get tickets for all your shows on our website, Seattle Comedy Groupon. There's no comedy groupon. SeattleComedyGroup.com. Yes. SeattleComedyGroup.com. Yes, yes. Like I said, smooth like concrete. (laughs) Yeah, those dots are important when looking us up. SeattleComedyGroup.com. Yeah, we had a sold-out 8 o'clock show tonight. Yeah. Very fun, very fun. We got uh, on the 5th before Mr. Allen, Mr. Chris Allen is on our podcast. Yeah. It'll be a show that always sells out, The Blue Show. Oh, The Blue Show. Ooh. That's right. Uncensored improv. A lot of the things that we want to say on this podcast, we can say in The Blue Show. Yeah. For the Saturday of... Uh, and not, in, not in front of Daryl. Yeah. Don't say <laughs> it in front of me. However, I will be playing at that show. It'll be really hard not to say it in front of me. With earplugs in. Yeah. With clearly. earplugs in. Please, Daryl, please. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to our contestants. Uh, Elliot, what did, uh, what did you write down there? Medicine. Medicine. Cold medicine. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. All right. Danielle, let's see. Come on. Let's get a match here. Come on. You can do it. What do we got? Cold weather. Cold, Cold weather. weather. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sensing a match here. I'm using the, the, my limited psychic ability, and I'm, I'm sensing a match here. I'm not sure for who. But, Jen, uh, we're going to start with you. What, what did you write? Danielle. <laughs> what <do> you... <laughs> Here's what I wrote. Heart. Oh, oh my God. we're connected. Cold hearted. Let's connect. <laughs> Cold heart. Next time. Next time. I've got you. I've Next got time. You. Promise. Promises are being made, folks. Yes. Promises are being made. All right, Chris. Cold stone. Cold stone. There's a creamery Cold of stone. stone. Man, oh man. Yeah, these are very serious answers here. Yeah, very, the place where they make ice cream, where the teenagers sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what cold stone is. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's what it's I was right thinking. It's from your apartment, Dave. I find making ice cream to be a very serious topic. Oh, ever since that intense. ice cream disaster in yeah. 83. The brain freeze. Yeah, I forgot like, that your parents died in an ice cream avalanche. <laughs> I'm sorry to very, bring it up. Very tragic, yeah. Ice cream avalanche. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go to Yolanda. What did you come up you with? You guys have to really think with me on this one, but I said Medina. As in funky oh. cold Medina. Funky cold Medina. Whatever. If Tone Loke were here. Show he my would, age here. Tone Loke would have definitely got that. <laughs> Thank you for you chiming in. You would not want to feed the funky cold Medina to a funky monkey, because then, whoa. 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 
You just blew my mind, yeah. Daryl. <laughs> and finally, Aaron, what did uh, what did you come up with there? Well, buddy? it is the the season for this, and I guess you and I have a bond. Cold medicine. <laughs> oh, my oh cold, cold medicine. medicine. Yeah, it's like cold Another medicine. point. Added to Elliot's score right now, uh, standing at four to zero. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go hang out, and I'm sorry, Jen, we may cuddle afterwards. <laughs> we may cuddle, but she's not a car. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, right. if you're not laughing at home, you should. That was brilliant. <laughs> yes. um, all, all right, we got two left. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> let's on, Danielle. go for not a shutout. All right. Not a shutout. Not a shutout. So, <laughs> Danielle, uh, Danielle, I want you to put the bell closer to yourself here. Yeah. You can just put it, it yeah. Where he can't you know, him have to just, reach all the way. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, put it next to you. I'm not losing because of the bell, guys. You're not going to lose because yeah. of yeah, well. <laughs> just to touch, touch the metal side of it so that if he dings it, it won't ring. Until you <laughs> ring, it'll prevent it from reverberating. Just nullify the noise altogether. Good tactic, Chris. All right. Cheated in a lot of games. <laughs> All right. Here's our fourth lightning round match, da- match game question. Here we go. Blank ski. Blank ski. <laughs> wow. Danielle's so selfless. She's just like, go ahead, ring it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, wow. She's so nice. Elliot, you're a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Just saying. Well, if you find yourself wanting to go skiing, yeah, you should first buy some tickets to go see comedy sports <laughs> at SeattleComedyGroup.com because who knows, you might have a terrible experience at that ski resort and a bit of hot tub that takes you back in time, but you'll still be able to make it back for comedy sports. Wow. It's I, I really amazing have... what he does. <laughs> My favorite was Hot Tub Time Machine 2. John Cusack said no. <laughs> His loss. His loss. All right. So we had blank ski. Uh, Elliot, what do you got? Jet ski. Jet ski. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was I'm thinking really hoping Danielle gets some points on this one. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Danielle, what do we got? I also said jet ski. Oh, two so, jet so, skis. So, Danielle, since you were second, um, think about what people on the panel, like maybe the members of the group Karski, might have thought to write down, <laughs> and then write down your second one. All right, I'm going to put some music up while she writes another one. <laughs> Message wow. Received. All right. That just went right over my head. I don't get it, Daryl. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if that message went over your head, you can find out more tomorrow by following at CSESEA Podcast on Twitter because I have a lot of out-of-context tweets posted whenever I'm editing the podcast. So make sure to follow us on Twitter and you always get those out-of-context tweets on the, on the podcast the next day and want to hear the podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay, Danielle, you've come up with a new suggestion. With the handicap assist. I'm with the handicap assist, yes. What car is, ski. Car ski. Oh. Car ski. Wow, now I get it. Now I understand the reference. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, we're going to go to, we'll go to Chris first. Let's see. Chris, what did you come up with there? I wrote car. Ah, there's That's a match. A point for Danielle. We got one match. All right. Let's see. Uh, what, what did Yolanda write? I can't believe this. 
Car Oh, <laughs> that's two matches. Two matches. Wow. Oh, man, she's starting to rally. What do you got, Aaron? Oh, it's so weird. And not to be selfish, I, it just appeared on my board. It was, it was Karski. Oh, another car. Now it is three to four. Pressure is on now to Jen. Oh boy. Ooh, Jen. Let's see. I didn't think of that. I thought of Jet. No, I'm just kidding. It's Karski. Karski. All right. So that is. <laughs> Again, well, that's amazing, Danielle. I knew you were just holding back. <laughs> holding back. I love you guys too. Again, and not, not, world, not to be selfish. Holding back. <laughs> not to be selfish. You know, of course, you can go to Facebook.com, look up Karski, C-A-R-S-K-E-E. Ooh. I mean, just yeah. You know. Thank you for saying Facebook with a dot com after. <laughs> just in case you you don't have to if put you, the www. If you don't put the dot com. I don't know. You're just going to Facebook, and I don't know where. Just let Daryl promote you. He's better at it. Right. He's better at those segues. Check it out on the Facebook. The I'm Facebook. The Facebook. As a uh, ooh, 2003. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facebook pawn com. <laughs> oh, no! I am nothing but current. <laughs> well, we got ourselves a real match here. It's all, right. all tied up, like the Amish would call it, a barn burner. <laughs> Again, if you're not laughing at home, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you Seriously. Know, if, if the Amish are talking about a barn burner, I'm really <laughs> feeling quite sad for the Amish. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, so this is the final round, the final round of our lightning round. This is for all the marbles, if marbles happen to be the prize. I still really don't know. Um, but here we go, final round. Get ready, everyone. Red blank. Red blank. <laughs> well, if you've been seeing red, listening to Elliot ring that bell, then your name might be Danielle. And that was my rhyme for the night. You can subscribe and rate us on iTunes if you would like to hear more of my rhymes for the evening. <laughs> All right, not that I'm known for making up rhymes on this podcast, but hey, you know, maybe I should be. <laughs> Daryl's Rhyme Time, coming in the future on the CNBCLF. <laughs> well done. My God, I think Elliot punched the bell that last time. I mean, there's like I a... I can do it! I can do it! <laughs> Ka-ting! All right. I well, can beat Apollo Creed. Hey. <laughs> uh, Apollo the movie's coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Just, yes. it's a, or Creed. Creed. It's, called Creed. Creed. Oh, really? it's already got it's called, 86% yeah. on Rotten Which, Tomatoes. It's about this horrible Canadian band that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to do terribly. Sylvester Stallone did not save his money. <laughs> I think they're from Canada. No, Maybe they're not. not from Canada. No, they're I kind of want to see it, though. Creed? Creed? I kind of want to see it, though. Oh, wait. Uh, this religious band who's not really religious <laughs> because he did lots of horrible things that religious people don't do. Ooh. Don't, I mean, let's yeah. not get into that, whether or not religious people do horrible <laughs> things right now. He it's had not Christian relationships. Now, now we're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> what are your opinions on Christianity? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Quit discriminating what? against the Canadians. Oh, no. All right, back to the game. <laughs> yeah, wow. Now that was a segue. Good job. Good job, and, Aaron. And because there's a possibility, I just want to say I have come up with an answer, too. If we end up with a tie, uh-huh. I need a tiebreaker. I have come up with an answer. All right, well. very good. All right, Daryl's covered all the bases. So, uh, let's go to Elliot, sir. What did you uh, What did you come up with there? Red beard. Red beard. Oh. Red beard. All right. That's not and, bad. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. bad. And now, Danielle, here's your chance. 
Redneck. Redneck. Oh, Ooh, redneck. Good answer. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go to our last round here. So, um, let's see. We're going to go to, uh, uh, Yolanda first. Yolanda. Want you I really, tell us what really you came up with? liked redneck, but I'm hungry. So oh. I just wrote red sauce. Oh. I just want some food. Red sauce. Red sauce gives me heartburn. <laughs> if you're not laughing at home, actually that's okay because there was no real joke there. Um, <laughs> there wasn't. All right, red sauce, not a match, but uh, Aaron, what, what did you come up with? Uh, I grew up in Texas, and I want to say that I put down redneck, which would have oh. been the obvious answer. Uh boy, I miss my redneck roots. Uh but I was thinking of the Peanuts Peanuts, Peanuts. uh movie that is out with Charlie Brown and I thought oh. of Snoopy's Arch Nemesis the Red Baron. Red Baron. Red Baron. It is a that's, pizza. That's yeah, a I was good also one. thinking of I'm hot kind of hungry. Also, <laughs> it's yeah. a redneck pizza, Red Baron. That's right. Food seems to be on everyone's mind. All right. Well, that's not a match, but uh, what uh, what do you got there, Jen, for us? Well, I'm obsessed with 80s movies, so, of course, I said Red Dawn. Oh. Red Dawn. Red yeah. Dawn. Yay! Good movie. It was remade. Because it was terrible, but... What, I never... what better way to attack the U.S. than fly people Correct. into the middle of the country... It's very topical a, right now. Attack, ...and attack, like... An elementary school. To, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, yeah. A school in the middle, and really, that's... that's it's how on my mind, Daryl. Well, how, uh, how does a worm eat an apple from the inside? <laughs> it it also starts on the outside and works its way towards there rather than start from the middle. That's comedy talk. The way I hear it. All right, Chris. I put leather, as in red, red leather, yellow leather. Ah, uh, red leather, yellow leather. For so those who do improv, yeah, it's a tongue twister. Because I'm an actor in a red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. All the actors out there. <laughs> but oh, leather neck is also a thing. So ah, well, yeah. I think the connection is neck. Hey. Red leather neck. Yeah. Leather neck. I was a leather neck. That's right. Six years Marine Corps. Yeah. Just saying. All right. Thank you. And thank you for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. It's my privilege, my honor. Anytime. Thank you for your service. Um, well, so no matches there, but Daryl, you do have a, you said you have a possible tiebreaker. What? I do have a possible tiebreaker. And, possible. Um, the, the reason I'm, I'm feeling, I was really hoping it wouldn't get to me because it, it is a little bit derogatory, and some people don't like it, because I know this, because when I lived in North Carolina, there are people who live in the mountains. They don't tend to like being called redneck. Oh, redneck, redneck. redneck. Which so, uh, means Danielle is our Yeah, Danielle. As our winner, she is going home with four passes back to any CNC Seattle show. Whoa! Four of them. But Elliot, Elliot, we love our contestants here, which means as second place, you win what we call the bar prize. Where you can, are, if you are above 18, or above 21 rather, sorry, <laughs> yeah. not in Canada, okay, uh, you can have any drink from the bar and a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's give our contestants a big round of applause. You did a great job. Yeah. Well done. Thanks for playing and uh, and tell your friends about how how awesome we are because we are right. Thank you so much, you guys. You guys rock. Thank you for the handicap assist. (laughs) Now we're heading into the conversation section of the podcast. Yeah. 
Anybody can ask questions of our our guest, Karski. Yeah. And, uh, hey, why don't we uh, start off with a question? Dave, why don't you start the conversation going? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, like Daryl said, hey, anyone here that's at the podcast, if you want to step up, we got a microphone. If you want to ask some questions, that'd be great. But uh, but I'll, I'll start off the conversation. Uh, let's see. So uh, so you've been doing uh, you've been doing improv for for how long again? About how long? 18 years. 18 years. Almost 19. Almost 19. Almost 19. 18 and a half. (laughs) Those halves are very important. They are very important. They are important. Especially when you're four or five years old. (laughs) So what, what drew you both to improv. I mean, uh, as as improv people, like we are, we got all improv people up here, and we all have our unique stories that got us into it. What what's your unique story? How are you I'm just going to ask my husband to keep it brief because he likes to talk a lot. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I did it's see a podcast. It. It's okay. Talk. <laughs> well, everybody, sit on back and uh, have a drink, and let me tell you what uh, happened. Heard the story thousand. <laughs> I just I did theater, and I had a friend. I did theater in uh, East Texas, and I uh, went to school for that and I had a friend that moved to Austin and he said hey why don't you come do this improv thing and at that point in time because I was moving to Austin I didn't even know what improv was I can't believe we weren't even taught that uh, in the theatrical sense and I said sure and so I went there and he said I uh, do improv at UT I'm going to try to make this a short version because it's, <laughs> it's a good story but it's very long it can be And uh, but I didn't go to I said hey I don't go to school at UT uh, University of Texas, Austin. And he said, that's probably okay. <laughs> and so uh, the first day I came in, they asked for my social security number and all of that. And I wrote a little yeah. down on this paper and didn't they didn't question. And so they'd say things like, oh, hey, let's go to the Longhorn Room. Like, oh, yeah, sure, okay, where's that at? And that was like the biggest place that everybody hung out. On the west side of campus. Oh, I'm usually not on the west side of campus. Because I wasn't usually on campus, yeah. uh, so it wasn't a lie. Anyway, so I, I did that. Uh, um, the, the, I, I guess that just really answered the question. Uh, I started improv because somebody said, hey, come try this out. I told you to keep it brief, honey. Yeah, yeah. They said, come try this out, and I did, and it was awesome. And I weaseled my way in, pretending like I was a part of the college group, auditioned for the main stage, got to play a few times before, and made the main stage, and fell in love with it. So that was my start. Comedy Sports Austin, uh, and it just went from there. Oh, man. Yeah, once you start, you get kind of hooked, don't you? You do, and now I don't... You know, I've thought, man, God, that play is awesome play. I'd like to go do... Oh, heck. I have to memorize lines. I don't want to go do that. <laughs> Never mind. So I, I really wish everybody could see Jen's face during this whole conversation. I think if we could, you know, you could power the entire city of Seattle during Christmas time with all the lights with the amount of rolling her eyes did. <laughs> yes, yes. And lip smacking. Yeah. Yuck, yuck. Well, Jen, tell us, tell us your story. What, well, what, I'm going to go brief. I did improv in high school and competed in that and loved it. It was exhilarating and uh, knew that that was the thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. So I auditioned for comedy sports and met Aaron and the rest is history. Wow. Well, it is history, literally. Yeah. Well, Chris, let me ask you the same question. What what got you? What you got? You started in improv. I mean, how long ago was it for you when you started? Uh, Wait, hold seven. on. Speak up. Make sure that's on. I. It, you said it was on. So I'm I'm inclined to believe you in that regard, <laughs> that it was on. Is it on? It's on. Great. Uh, I started doing it 
Uh, <laughs> what well, a magical no, I, story I, that I grew was. up acting and grew up in theater, and then I started doing stand-up, and then I just, I'd never really seen an improv show, and I just thought, oh, improv, that's a thing that exists. They do improv classes. Maybe that will help with stand-up. Yeah, yeah. And so I took an improv class and was like, oh, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. And so I just started, I became obsessed and just started doing it yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then I met these guys five years ago, five a little years over ago? five years ago when they first got here. Yeah, the first show that you guys did in town was uh, uh, Men of Action that Jen did tech for and Aaron was in and I was in it as well. And that's when I oh. met these guys five years ago. Just popped up on my Facebook memories thing. <laughs> like, when it's like, here's all the stuff you don't want to remember about your life. Not that that's something I don't want to remember. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a little over five years. It was, it was five years ago this last summer that we all did Men of Action. Five years. <laughs> I met yeah. Jen and Aaron. Oh, I wish I had remembered that. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. Yeah, that keeps happening to me now. Like seven years ago, this happened. Facebook is reminding you that this picture Remember was. Remember when your pets died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody liked this post for sympathies. It was really popular. <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's just it. It's like it, 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 Facebook doesn't have the the uh, the like artificial intelligence to like maybe filter like bad memories for good memories. Yeah. Hey. It's like. It's with a sad heart. It starts out with a sad heart that I let you know that Mr. Fluffles finally lost his, his, his fight with cancer. Saying goodbye to Grandma today. Like, share this memory. <laughs> Facebook is like, you want to share this memory? Yeah, let's all think about that again. You had 67 likes. Remember when you were happy with that girl? Oh, that's too far. Grandma's because Chris, Chris, people. Chris, you've had so many breakups. I mean, that's fine. Pass the mic all right, yeah, and y- Yolanda, what 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 brought you into the 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 improv sphere of reality? Well, I did I I did a theater as some of the people here on the panel did, and then um, I auditioned for comedy sports in 1999 uh, in Eugene, Oregon. It's a good year to party. Yeah, told uh, me that. it was. It was a good year, and uh, got hooked there for a little while, and then um, went off and did some more acting again, and then moved to New York. Found improv again, and then moved here and yep. auditioned for comedy sports, and now I'm doing improv again. Yeah, see, we all just get so hooked on it. Yeah, I remember, I like the the first time I I saw uh, comedy sports it was in Milwaukee, uh, where it all started. And I saw the high school league perform in 1985. Yay. I saw them in '85 at the, the original place called Cults. On Milwaukee's east side, and like I watched it, and I, and like when I was a kid, I was like a total like Monty Python like nut. Yeah. Had that kind of like weird sense of humor that I'm like, wow, I'm I'm really strange. And then I saw, then I saw comedy sports, and I saw these high school kids doing these shows, and it was, and it was the format just got me so hooked. I was just like, oh my god, these people are weird like me. <laughs> I want to be one of them. And then. uh then, but then I decided to do a stint in the Marines, then do comedy, because that made me mature. Nothing, make, <laughs> nothing so makes you, you learn comedy like a stint in the Marines. <laughs> what year did you get into comedy sports, Milwaukee? Uh, I joined in, uh, I, mean, I, I got hired as a player officially in 97. In 97. So you knew Mike Burson. Huh? You knew Mike Burson. Mike Burkston. Burson. Burson. 
No. He was a rat. Oh, he was a. Oh wait. Oh, did Mike. he have like dark hair? Yes. And, oh my God. Yeah. Like that. That was when I first started. Yeah. Fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. I did a, a tournament a tournament in '98 and uh, yeah. enjoyed Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and you enjoyed Mike? Is that very nice? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Aaron, yeah. who, who did you enjoy during tournament? <laughs> well, I enjoyed meeting Mike because uh, Jim and I were friends at the time, just friends, because I was yeah. engaged, uh, which didn't work out clearly. Uh, and thank God, because now I'm married to her. And uh, he was a very nice uh, short gentleman, which is fine. Um, and one of my favorite stories is uh, when Jen was dating him, she called him at one point in time and uh, was talking to him on the phone. And his mom chimes in and goes, Mike, the fish sticks are ready. And this was during their conversation. And this, you had to be at least in your 20s then. So Yeah, I was in my 20s. And, and his mom was- said, Mike, your fish sticks are ready. And uh, he said, I have to go. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know why it didn't work out. <laughs> right, right. You know those fish sticks fish over were ready. You. They were ready. Well, you don't want your fish sticks to get cold. And let's be honest. <laughs> he didn't say fish sticks in five minutes. Right. Man, those better have been some really good fish sticks. I mean, like some mind-blowing, like... Helped you to see through time kind of fish sticks or something. Well, Jeez. I mean, apparently they must have sucked, and I'm glad, or wouldn't, we wouldn't be together today. I mean. Well, I'm glad it all worked out. Me too. Crappy fish sticks. Thank you, Swanson, or whoever makes those. Well, t- let's, let, let's see. Well, let's talk a little bit about how, how you guys met. What, what, what was that like? It's probably a better way to ask that question. Nope, but. nailed it. <laughs> that, that was, that, um, that was, was it what, as good as what, fish sticks? What, what kind of meeting stuff did yeah. you guys do? Uh, do you want the truth or do you want the like glossy? Like, no, the truth. The, the, the truth. truth. Here's the truth. This the, is like Maury Povich or one of those daytime talk shows. Let's get down to the here's, truth. Well, here's we, the truth in the PG-13. We were both in comedy sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aaron was engaged. Yeah. Aaron was totally antisocial because his girlfriend was a total... Uh, antisocial. Right. Yes. Total antisocialite. Yes. And, uh, I didn't really like Aaron very much, and we were getting ready for a show, and we were sitting backstage, and he farted, and I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I really thought that was extremely funny, and so I also farted, and the rest is history. We bonded over that. Uh, I did comedy sports for four years and decided, hey, let's go to Chicago and learn some more. And there you go, and continued farting our way through history. <laughs> and to, to as somebody who has Darryl, spent some time backstage with them, the farting has not stopped yet. No. Actually, earlier, somebody up here, I think it was Alex Grindelin, farted for, oh, the, right. uh, for the podcast. Yeah, somebody <laughs> did. Although I, I did knew it was him. He's because nodding his head. Right now. Those oh. He was blessing the podcast stage. That's right. It's like holy water, but out of your butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I've, I've always found... <laughs> I'm segueing out of your relationship story here. So right. right. To farts, because I find farting very intriguing. So do we. Um, so do we. But <laughs> as a performer, I've always found farting to be an integral part of like the pre-show experience. Yes. Yeah. Like when you're waiting in the green room, it's 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 always been like tradition to like to just go ahead and ripen up that whole room. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you guys have any uh, any similar stories? Um, I remember 
early days comedy sport here in Seattle, um, I think I jumped up high and farted on Alex's neck. And he got really mad. No, he didn't really get mad. But he asked people but to hold me down. But he wasn't excited. No he asked really to hold excited. me down, and then I think he farted on my back. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went out and vended. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, I'm vent. <laughs> do you have a fun fart story? I no, mean, what, yeah. what do you mean vent? Vent. Oh, it's uh, the, the, like uh, a lot of the con. Well, it, I don't know if any other comedy sports. Oh, like sell stuff. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I you mean, pretend to like like uh, we we used to do it. Um, yeah, but you kind of go out and you have like some. It's, it's usually a oh, like holding a drill and saying this is just a drill. Yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I remember when you. Yeah, did. like so before a comedy sports match, and if you if you're listening, and you don't know what comedy sports is. It's like competitive team improv. It's like an actual sporting event with the it referee. actually is competitive team improv. It's not like it is competitive, competitive team, team improv. improv. It is. That's right because the score matters. Um, <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> but it's like a sporting event. And yeah, we would, we would, uh, we would vend. Like, uh, we would sell like, uh, like candy and we'd sell peanuts and then, peanuts! and some of the, yep. And later players would come out with like some gags that they'd be selling. Like I would, I would always, uh, walk around with like a stool and I'd just go, stool sample, stool sample. Again, you, you can see where my humor is. Farts and stool samples. I'm a simple man. You sick If I humor. hadn't met Aaron Dave, <laughs> what? I'd be all over you. <laughs> I beat you to the punch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. I that's farted all right. first. I farted first. S- someday I'll find a woman that will enjoy my farts as much as I, and then, then things are going to happen. Then the group, the group would be called Cargan. <laughs> Cargan. You need to find you need to find a third person who has like di in their name, so it would be Cardigan. And that would be good. It could be Borgil. Borgil. Borhill. Yeah. 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 Um Let me let me ask all of you this. Let's see, like, you know, we we've all been doing improv for, for some longer, some shorter than others. Um what are some like of your your favorite like memories doing doing a show? Like your greatest memories, where you were like, "Oh, I will never forget when this happened," and you know those kind of things that happened that that truly just got you locked into doing improv for the rest of your lives. Like what what kind of stories do you, can you can you share with us? Well, I have two very quick ones because I go fast. Uh, the first one. <laughs> wow. The first uh, one. I'm, I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. <laughs> The first one is when we were in Chicago and, and we were like, oh man, we're now performing in Chicago and this is what I'm going to remember. And the theater we performed at, we had to like jump over a toilet to get onto the stage. There was a bathroom and the, so the green room was like, you had to get, go in the green room and there was a toilet there and you had to jump over the toilet and you had to get on the stage. That's no joke. So then I thought to myself, like, I'm jumping over a toilet to do my show. That was one. The second was uh, the very first year the Del Close Marathon ever started. We were there, and we performed two couple shows. Uh, at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, we were backstage with Amy Poehler and Horatio Sands. Oh, wow. They were getting H-I-G-H, which I can say because we're in Seattle. And yes, you can say that. Hi. We have the green show here. Which okay. is all, 
which is also something I could have advertised. Cool. Oh, the green it's show. the Green Show. I'll pause all, my story. Uh, all of our ahead, comedians Darryl. on stage are filled with totally hilarious comedy, or THC. <laughs> Sign me up. I mean, oh, that sounds interesting. It's, <laughs> it's comedy on a higher plane. Oh boy, it's like Jet City in some it, ways. It's but not marijuana. <laughs> uh, so I, I was telling somebody about that show, and they said, "Oh, so it's an improv show, but the improvisers are honest." <laughs> so anyway, we were getting ready to do our show. Amy and Horatio were sitting next to us. We were like, "Holy C H R A P!" They're sitting next to us. I say crap. C-H-R-P. Holy trap. Trap. Holy trap. Holy crap. Holy trap. And they were like, do you guys want to get high? And we were like, uh, we've got a show. We want to get high. And so we went and did our show and they were like, that was a great show. We clearly weren't professional enough yet to get high like they were. They came out and did some weird ass at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you, so, mean stuff. Stuff. you mean stuff. You mean stuff. Oh, see, I edited everything like crap, like C H R A P. Stuff. That's with the C H. Yeah, yeah. You spell C-H- crap. C H I T. Well, there you go. I've had nine hundred calories tonight, everybody. <laughs> All day. All day. All day. Oh, That's a new day. It's a new day. So she I hasn't had any calories to today, <laughs> except for what's in that can. Mm, nummy num num num. One hundred and fifty calories. <laughs> well, Erin, uh, you got you got it. You got a, a a favorite memory, favorite moment from your many many years of improv. Oh, I God, that's a hard one to pick out. I mean, there's there's been so many. Uh, um, uh, one of the ones. Uh, wow, it's a hard one. Uh, yeah. One of the ones I think of is. It's so, uh, ridiculous. Um, just, uh, we were talking to go back to farting, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. and this happened in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, we did, uh, what, what was the name of the Milwaukee festival we were doing? Summerfest? Festival. Yeah. Alex was a part of it. Uh, Alex. Um, Milwaukee Improv Festival. Yeah. The Milwaukee oh, yeah. Improv. The Milwaukee yeah. Improv Festival. Yeah. And our, yeah. our group, uh, Obsessed was in it. I mean, this is one of them. There are so many, but this one pops in my head first. Um, and just, uh, there's, uh, you know, people talk about one of the things with improv, like truth and comedy and, and all of that. Yeah. And, uh, we were doing a scene and one of the guys was, he was supposed to be a teacher uh, and whatever he jumped on somebody's back and as he jumped on somebody's back I can't remember if I heard it or what but like it was clearly him he did fart and uh, <laughs> it was so terrible like in the middle of the show and we were having a good show and as he walked off stage he did some rant he was walking away and I'm like uh, you know said something I'm like oh my god did you guys smell that Mr. Thompson farted and every, the audience laughed so hard and it was so true because he, as the actor, well, you know, I was like, wow, that's all I have to do is be honest. So anytime you guys, like, just whatever you do, I mean, it's just honest and spit on me. I'm going to call, I'm going to say so. I don't know. I was like sold. I can just comment on the dumb things you people do on stage. And it was, it was amazing. Um, that's probably not a great example, but it's the first one that popped into my head. So yeah, it's 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 good that we have a theme tonight. Right, that's, that's right. all we're saying. Right, right. Check in with me again later. Maybe I have a better one. <laughs> so it was sold from there. Sold from there. So well, I I I want to speak to a, a kind of different sort of memory because one of the things for for me with you two is I was one of the I was 
probably the first person to join the Comedy Sports Seattle players uh, after they had already had their original set of people. So I came on, and I was completely freaked out and nervous around everybody. I thought, everybody else knows everybody, y'all, you know, and, and, and I'm this outsider coming in. What? And then they farted on you. And then they farted on me. <laughs> Everything was okay. No, no. They didn't want to do certain things in front of me. They didn't want to say certain things in front of me. I was young and impressionable at the time. No, but uh, you two specifically um, made sure I felt extremely welcome. And uh, is there any sort of memories you have of, like, people that you tried to make welcome and it just they just were too nervous or something that's... Uh, because I know I was stupid nervous. I was doing stupid improv yeah. because of it at the beginning. I don't know. any Anybody like that, That any stories of people that you may feel good. And it's probably me. I can tell from the face on Jennifer. She's like, ah, oh, Daryl, here's something you did. No. I mean, <laughs> is Alex still here? Oh, we had that guy. Yeah. Alex is gasping. Like, that was tough for all of us. But we, we really tried hard to bring him in. And then there were some super awkward things that happened. And, like... Yeah, I, like, I don't think I should say that. Was he a, 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 a ensemble member? Yeah. We'll say his name was Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Dennis made some very uh, poor choices. Uh, he he did improv at about ten percent of the speed we were used to. <laughs> one of the things it was like the scene would be happening and he'd go. Uh, and he never played any characters. It was always just his own kind of really slow paced. And he was involved with another company that does funny things. And he, so I kind of didn't realize that uh, when he came and you know I, we had some mutual friends and things that I brought him into the company. Uh, and this is he, this is what like he is the prime example of how I learned. Uh, no, everyone has to audition. I don't care what your <laughs> Thank resume you, Alex. says. What your resume says. I told you that. <laughs> well, cool. Sometimes, uh, you, sometimes you just have to learn the lesson. Yeah, sometimes you got to learn. Uh, and it was it was like, oh my god, uh, this, he, was, he was very bad at bad at improv. But for some reason, other people were letting him do improv on their stage. Were were they? <laughs> Did you check his credentials? I see a lot of times people come come into town and I see their notices like, I'm teaching this class, and I've taken classes at UCB, and I've trained at Second City. And <laughs> okay, so here's a list of places that have taken your money, right. but where have you actually, like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Because yeah. I know people that have taken two classes, and they're great, and I would watch them do anything on stage, and there's people that have been training for 10 years. So, I mean, did you run down his... Uh, I Because of the, the mutual <laughs> friends we had in common, I knew that, in fact, he was a performing ensemble member of another funny place. In Seattle? Not in Seattle. No, in a place far What a away. great memory to share right but now. I, yeah. I also I think yeah. sometimes something that should be added to your resume is a background check, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he also shared some stories where he was like, oh, uh, that, you, you, uh... Wow. How do you say this? Uh, that story you just shared is not not a story about you molesting somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move on. Hey, yay, yay! And now I'm so glad. I, you know, I had a question that seemed like it would go in positive directions, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, how, how about we talk about farts again? Let's go back to farts. Go back to farts. <laughs> I could I could eat up another hour doing I, fart I, stories. I I will point out that that guy, as he was leaving to go back to his place of origin, 
Um, which was heaven. Which was heaven. <laughs> he, he, he made sure to tell everyone how gracious we were and how much of a fun group we were and how comfortable we made him feel. So maybe we shouldn't have made him feel so comfortable. <laughs> maybe we should change the policy. Now you're being a weirdo. We're going to treat you like a weirdo, you friggin' weirdo. Yeah. Wow, I got dark quick. <laughs> Comedy sports were friendly even to the weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the subline for, for improv in general. Like, you not been anywhere else. Amen, Maybe this is the place Chris for you. Allen. And you know what's interesting about improv? There's so many people that do improv that are are not weird. That was sarcasm. That was sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you guys oh, I mean, got that. I think we all have the memory of doing improv for the first time and being like, oh, I'm home. Uh, this is yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, this is like, I've always been kind of off with every person I've ever interacted with, and suddenly I'm talking with people and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I totally don't relate to that at all. You don't relate to that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were doing a bit. Like the <laughs> I really wasn't. <laughs> but the, you know, there are some people that are weird that do improv, and then there are some oh, yeah. people that are weird oh that do improv. It's like, holy crud. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, there, there's, it, it's such a, a, a a strange, dysfunctional family. I mean, it's an yes. awesome family. Yes. Like you said, there's so many people that, you know, we, we share this same sense of humor, and it, it almost becomes like a cult. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are not a cult. We are not a cult. We are not a cult. We so are a cult. <laughs> and that's what's great about it with improv is, like, even the weirdest of the weird people are supportive to until yeah. it gets to the point of, like, we were talking about a moment ago, like, okay, now, like, uh, you might be in prison, so we're yeah. not, we can't support oh, that anymore. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that that person. Dennis. Dennis? Dennis? Yeah, Dennis. We we decided on Dennis. Because he was a menace. That's right. That's right. Mr. Wilson! (laughs) All right. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, like I said, it's just... Improv just draws this unique group of people together. Yes. And, and yeah, there's been many people where I've, I've taught... And I've, you know, I've gotten along with them and great and everything, but man, sometimes you just get these, just, whoa, what is wrong with you? And you're doing improv because no one else wants to be around you. <laughs> and we have to accept you, unfortunately. Yes. We had somebody who was, uh, for a, a long period, not, uh, not a player at CSE Seattle, but was in the, sort of in our realm. Uh, came to a lot of shows and, and was involved in things. Who literally went insane and just put in a, oh. <laughs> literally put in a, a here in Seattle. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, wow. yeah. So anyway, uh, that's a, it, it, the, it culminated in this person getting up on our open mic and getting very close to stripping completely naked. And me being in the back room going, no, 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 no. But it didn't happen, right? So all's good. All's well. Well, I just want to say on a note of improv and the community and whatever, like, the cool thing about it, if you, like, I haven't seen Alex in a while, but seeing him tonight, I love that guy, and I love seeing you on stage and just being here. And it doesn't matter how many, how much time has passed. Like, we're family. You two. You two. You two. Someday. Someday. Daryl. Like, that's the cool thing about improv is that, like, we might all go do our own things and whatever, but, like, we all respect one another. And we're a family. Like, if one of us gets hurt or is in a a situation, like, we are going to be defending one another. We are the improv family. You can go to some other city. You know that. Oh, man. Stay with whomever you know. Like, that is so cool about improv. I'll I'll tell you what, like, uh, when 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 I moved out here... 
Um, and that was about three months ago. And I, I made the decision to move out here like a, a little over a year ago to come and be the Seattle uh, CSE's Roadshow Manager. Um, I, I schedule, I, I put together a Facebook. I used the Facebook. Um, I created a Facebook event, just a, like Bogan's last show. Because I had been, I had been teaching and doing improv in Milwaukee for like 20 years. And, uh, so I made that, made that event because I, I wanted, I wanted, what I wanted to do was get everybody that I could possibly get together that I had either worked with or taught me or I taught. And I wanted them to be at that show. I, I was like, I want to sell this show out, which was like 200 people. And it ended up being exactly that. Like, people that I had not seen in like 15 years came to the show. And, and I got, and I got some of my favorite players to come out and do the show. Like some, like, uh, so, uh like my buddy Eric Price flew all the way in from LA. To do the awesome. show. Yeah. Uh, my friend Dylan, who who stopped doing comedy sports a few years ago, I asked him, I'm like, dude, would you come back and do the show? And he was just like, great. So I got to pick all the people that I wanted to be in the show, and they were all like, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and we did this amazing show, just playing all these old school games, just like the, the games that like I grew up watching, you know. So we really got that old feel of like this is I, what I really wanted was to to share the experience of like what I got to grow up seeing back in the day, and I wanted to bring that show where we're not going to do the fancy new games, we're going to play just the classics, and the show absolutely rocked. And then like right at the end. We're doing free for all freeze, and uh, and uh, my buddy Joe Cortezzi, he he goes over to the booth while they're doing freeze, and he grabs this. It looks like some sort of a plaque or something, and he starts to read it. And it's just like Dave Bogan has been a. As soon as he started reading it, I just started just welling up. I mean, the t- the tears I just could not hold them back. I'm like, oh my god, oh I can't believe they're doing this, and all of them read a part of this plaque. And uh, then they, they said, thank you, David Bogan. And the entire room just erupted, and everyone stood up and started clapping, and I was just up. I was just a mess. But yeah. but it was it was such an amazing experience to, to really, I mean, I always knew that it was a tight family, but to, to see so many people uh, support me coming out here really showed me, like, wow, I am part of just this giant family that, that, that rarely people do. Do they get to experience something like this? And and yeah, that I think by far is what's kept me doing improv, besides just the love of doing it. But it really creates this this family, and I'm so excited to to make Seattle a part of that too. Dave, as the uh, uh, Seattle manager, I just kind of want to say I don't think it's working out here for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I thought I feel like this is the most appropriate time to tell you. Ooh. After you almost took your clothes off at that open mic. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dennis. <laughs> and uh, actually, right now, everybody that's here, this is your uh, last show. Oh. We're gonna go ahead and do that real quick. <laughs> On a lighter put- note, Dave, we hadn't seen you in a while, but when uh, we knew you were coming here, even though we, we retired from company sports here, yeah. um, we were like. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. cool. And, cool. And now we're into the show. But Dave, Dave is coming here, and like we were so excited that you're going to be uh, here tonight yeah. and uh, watch thanks. you in the show, and uh, like you're just such a cool person. Uh, it was great meeting you, you know, years you. ago, and like you're just in our heart, and uh, that's awesome. 
I'm going to oh. get me all crying. Anyway, about Karski. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a show. All right. With, with all this love, and I, I, I hate to, hate to call it, but, uh, we Please are getting do. late here. Um, yeah. so maybe we should just have you back on again and we can talk farts another time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But first, something we do here, um, I am going to let people know about upcoming guests, upcoming shows, um, and some other information, but, one thing we do here on the CSDCL After Party is we come up with misattributed quotes, where basically you come up with a quote, a song lyric, something that people know, and you attribute it to somebody other than who people would think about it for. Um, so take a time to think about this, everybody on the panel. I will think about one myself as I tell people what shows are coming up. So... December 5th, after the Blue Show, we have him on tonight, but we'll focus on Mr. Chris Allen talking about the Seattle Files and more. On December 12th, we'll have Liz and Dan Tyson from the band Late September Dog. They will be talking all about what they've been doing since the last time they were on the podcast, what happened with the Late September Dog Orchestra Project. And then December 31st, we will be doing a special uh, recording of the podcast for the Blue Year's Eve show. So come check us out. Make sure to buy your tickets early for CSE Seattle's Blue Year's Eve. And make sure that you subscribe and rate us on iTunes. You can also find and rate us on Stitcher Radio at Podomatic.com. Follow us on Twitter at CSEFDA Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Just look up CSE Seattle After Party. Or also on Tumblr, Instagram, Google Plus, and probably other social services. Well, we're not dealing with those services. But anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Bogan will start with you with your misattributed quote. Okay, uh, well, uh, I've had some time to think, and uh, <laughs> uh, my misattributed quote is going to be, uh, since I'm class of 87, I'm going with a, with a hairband song lyric uh, from Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me, and uh, I'm going to say it's said by uh, the Cookie Monster. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Cookie Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's called the Veggie Monster now, isn't he, or something? So no, he's gone back to Cookie. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad they went back that way. All right, so that's mine. Uh, let's see, Aaron. What, what what do you got? Oh, I'm still thinking. Uh, <laughs> we can go to we can go to Jen then yeah, if you're ready. Yeah, let's go to Jen. So this is also a song lyric. This is from Rage Against the Machine. Uh, F you. I won't do what you tell me. Mm. Would never be said by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it will. We're misattributing the quotes. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with Hey Kool-Aid from the old Kool-Aid commercials, <laughs> but I'm going to attribute it to Jim Jones. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 That's a painful. 1 a.m. What you want? How you like it now, comedy sports? Is that still too soon? I don't know. Exactly soon enough. <laughs> this was right. I don't this think is it's when it soon. became just the right time to say it. Before the podcast, too soon. Right now, perfect. Perfect. Perfect timing. Chris has always had good timing. Yolanda, what do you what do you got for us? I'm giving you enough time so you can edit this if you want. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Attributed to ISIS. Oh. I know that's cheesy. It's the only way I can think of. I know it's terrible. Wow. We're, we are, we're on topic here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
And what genocidal organization would you like to call it? I know it's bad. Oh no! All right, Aaron. Uh, This is so terrible. (laughs) So I can think. Well, I can think of uh, me so horny from the Two Life Crew, and just I would think that uh, Lamar Odom would not even want to think about that song after what happened to him at the Bunny Ranch recently. So um, that's all I had. Sorry, Lamar. I'm glad you're doing better. I'm glad you're doing better. If you're listening, and I'm sure you are. Yes, he's one of our one of our many tens of listeners. Yes. All right. And for mine, uh, my quote is, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yes. And that's Jen and Aaron in the green room before the show. <laughs> Thank you, Daryl. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the CSD Seattle After Party. Join us in two weekends when we talk with Chris Allen all about the Seattle Files and find out a little history of Seattle and what he works with. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night.